from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Happy New Year, Piet! Happy New Year, Jordan. How's your decade going so far? Oh, it's been relaxing. That's good. It's been good. Haven't done a whole lot. All right, yeah. Chilling. Yeah. Trying to start off the year with no stress. There you go. Let's see how that holds up. I don't know. We'll see how it holds up. But (laughs) the 2020s are here, and uh, we want to look back at the 2010s. Uh, We had a wonderful conversation in our last episode about some of the most impactful songs of the 2010s in the Milwaukee music scene. But not only do we talk on this podcast about the music from our city, but we also talk the music that comes into our city. So we thought for this episode, we wanted to look at some of our favorite concerts of the decade, which coincides with an article that you've got up now. Yeah, so if you go to jsonline.com slash music, I had uh, my pick for the 15 best concerts of the decade, and I can go over a couple of them, and Jordan, I'd love to hear your takes on some yeah, of Yeah, so too. instead of diving into 15, I thought we'd each just take two today to really talk about, like, if we had to really just go back and, and, and relive some concert experiences, what would they be? And I think for you, uh, we kind of shared uh, a love of the excitement of having this legendary artist in the city of Milwaukee at Miller Park. We're talking about Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah, he played uh, in 2013, and he came back to Summerfest, which is also a very good show. Of course. But that Miller Park show really was like out of this world uh, I remember it was really sweltering that night incredibly incredibly hot at the ballpark and he like just sang amazingly like his voice was incredible I wrote in my review he sang with the he played with the eagerness of a man performing his very first big show and the gratitude of an artist playing his very last and that's that was just the vibe across like three hours and 38 songs and even though it was super incredibly, incredibly hot, everyone was just sweating, you know, and he was like doused in sweat. Yeah. He didn't even take a sip of water the whole show. That's incredible. I don't know how he was able to do that <laughs> and put on such an amazing show like he did without even taking one sip of water. That's absolutely incredible. I still have FOMO after that show. We were the only radio station to interview him on yeah, that Yeah, I date. remember that. Yeah. And uh, my then program director went to the show by himself <laughs> and used the extra ticket to put his jacket or put his personal oh, effects on. Oh, no. I could have been there, man. <laughs> Man. Mark, you dropped the ball, bro. For me, uh, uh, the Killers at Pfizer Forum, the mm. first concert at Pfizer Forum, uh, for me, the performance was good. Yeah. Having Violent Femmes open was special. Yeah. But the thing that pushed it onto the list for me was if that's going to be the first concert experience at a brand new arena, they really did it right. It looked good. It sounded great. Yeah. The staff was ready. The building was ready. I just didn't expect it to go as smoothly as it did. It was really like top notch. Like they were just ready to go. I remember there was like like fifty thousand people that were like, "Hello, how are you doing?" Right. Like with, yes, with huge smiles. I mean, it was just like I felt like I was at like some fancy hotel. Um, yeah, incredible sound. I went all over the arena for that show, so I didn't see as much of it as I wanted to, but. I went all around because I wanted to see what the sight lines were like right. and the sound, and it sounded great and looked great everywhere. The concourses are really fun and inviting. I think it's, it's a beautiful place, uh, especially on the inside. And, uh, yeah, they did a, a really impeccable job. It was just a really great introduction. I still vividly remember walking in and not seeing, like, any scruff marks anywhere. Right. And how, like, <laughs> wonderful that felt. Pristine. And I know. And now there's scruff marks, a which is bit. impossible to avoid. But I remember being like, oh, man, it's all downhill from here. But it was great. It's in a great venue. They had a great year, and it's going to be a great decade for shows there. Well, the chairs had plenty of scuff marks at uh, <laughs> the Bon Iver concert, which was held uh, just a few months prior to that Killers show. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about, like, a great introduction at Pfizer Forum, and this uh, Bon Iver show at Bradley Center was, like, a really great farewell at the, the Bradley Center, which was still a really solid venue for 30 years. And the Bonavere show was really special. It was this one show 
that they did uh, basically look back at Fort Emma forever ago in honor of its 10th anniversary. It was a one-of-a-kind show, not a special tour. Fans came in from like 48 states, uh, sold out. It was incredibly quiet, the whole show. Like I've never really experienced such silence at a show like that before. Yeah, it's such a big venue where everyone's just so incredibly quiet. It's just like, it was pristine. It was like a giant cathedral. And, um, you know, what was cool about that too was, you know, the fact that Justin Vernon... A lot, hats off to him. He still is very much a Wisconsin guy. Still yep, lives here with Eau Claire. Did the show in Milwaukee. The show was a showcase for Milwaukee musicians. Yeah, Field most Report. of the band had to drive four minutes to get to the gig. Yeah, so Field Report opened, and uh, Collections of Colonies of Bees also yep. opened. That was really awesome that these Milwaukee musicians got to play a packed arena like that. What a what a special night. And all to kind of bid farewell to the Bradley Center. Yeah, exactly. Super it was cool. it was a really great way for it to go down. Um, the Pap Cedar Group also put that show together, which again. That that's a that's a uh, organization that's done really amazing things mm-hmm. in the last decade and doing special events and that was really a very special event. Another one that makes the list for me personally has to be Lauren Hill's performance at the Riverside Theater. Uh, Miss Lauren Hill had kind of, you know, fallen off. We didn't know if we were going to get any more music or performances for her a while, and then she started to play shows, and it was kind of uh, becoming infamous for either being late, yeah. not showing up giving bad performances. That was not the case at her show at the Riverside Theater in Milwaukee. Yeah, this also made my list of the top 15. Uh, I was at the show too, and it was amazing. She had just, I think, like a couple days before got tons of bad publicity because she was like really late in Pittsburgh or yes. something like that. And, and also just negative and just not someone enjoyable to watch. Yeah, yeah. And there were some weather issues, I guess, with that Pittsburgh show. This was like a winter show. But even like the year before, she made some statement about how, you know, sometimes it's a challenge for her to have like her energy right with yeah, the moment. Yeah. It, it was really, it came off very flippant, you yeah, know, no and I think it really ticked off a lot no of people. Doubt, no doubt. But man, at this Riverside show, she was basically, she was basically on time. She was supposed to start at like 9.30 or something. I think she showed up at 9.30. Yes. So on time so in the moment she looked looked like a mad conductor just kind of directing the band yeah she was like using her eyes her limbs her body to make the band do things she was like this puppet master yeah of of of, of afrobeat funk yeah exactly and and her music which is uh still holds up of course obviously to this day and still you know feels ahead of its time in a lot of ways uh, she reimagined in some really bold fashions that were just super inspiring. That's a great choice, Jordan. It was a great show. And it was really hard to do a list of 15. Right. But you can go uh, to jasonline.com uh, slash music, take a look at what I thought, and let us know if we missed something. I'm sure we missed a lot of great stuff. And we've got our year-end list at RadioMilwaukee.org as well. Leave comments, share, like, subscribe, and let us know what you think about what we're doing on Tapped In. Every week, we're delivering you a fresh new podcast here with Tapped In. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you, our members. Piet, I'll see you next time for Tapped In. See you next time. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Pride, 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 pride.